Hey, everybody. It is Monday, October 16th, 2017. This is Glenn Rubenstein, and I'm here with Matt Morgan, the Wrestling Inc. podcast. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw, the go-home show for tables, ladders, and chairs tonight. Big surprise at the end there. Uh, we should talk about that first because I'm sure everyone that's listening is tuning in. The fifth man for Sunday, the reappearance of Kane tonight. Matt, were you surprised? Uh, yeah, you know, he's trying to run an election, similar to me, um, but uh, like you alluded to before we started the show, I, you know what, though, it's not, it's funny, because Kane is probably one of my favorite characters, you know, he's definitely mm-hmm. my top three, I just, I don't know, I just don't, it's a surprise, it's just, I don't know, I don't think it's that, that great of one. Yeah, there's continuity, right? I mean, I'm sure the story is going to be, he was there to attack Roman, get revenge on behalf of The Undertaker, for Roman uh, retiring him at WrestleMania. I like that element to it. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's why I take this seriously. Because otherwise, Kane, I mean, they, they haven't booked him like the legacy superstar right. he is. They've booked right. him as a utility player, a right. guy that will do a job when he has to, will fit into a feud, will come out and do, you know, whatever stunt they have dreamed up for him. He's done comedy. He's done uh, the full gamut with the WWE. So with that, yeah, he's not a force to be reckoned with, but I like him coming <laughs> back as a serious cane, right? Yeah. This idea that we have a story attached to it. I think it gives it weight. Uh, it made me more interested in the match on Sunday. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things. That I don't know if they've done too much damage to him or not. Yeah. There's been too much of that in-between character stuff that well, he was just getting beat up by midgets at times. You know what I mean? It just Kane don't get beat up by Seth Rollins. The Kane I know. The Kane who ripped the freaking, you know, you know, St. Valentine's Day Massacre freaking cage right off the, day, the door off the cage, you know? That mm-hmm. guy. He, he ain't getting beat by no midget, you know? But now, but they've they beaten him so many times and because he's, like you said, being a great utility player and being a company guy, doing the job of getting these guys over. And that's 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 a veteran's job at that point, to do that. So I appreciated him doing Kane's that. Kane's election upcoming around like, oh the same time as Kane's yours, bad. by the way. Um, do you think this could be his last match, potentially, on Sunday and he'll uh, have Roman Reigns retire him as well? Never. Never. I think he'll always – he loves his company so much. And he, excuse me, to my understanding, wants to work. Hey, Matt. Sorry, something keeps dropping for me. It could be hangouts. We'll try this one more time. I, I can hear you, Matt. Can you hear me? What in the heck, man? Not really. Huh. Hold on. Okay, okay, quick, okay. before the hangouts again. Um, it, um, I think he's a, he's a lifer. Um, to my understanding, he wants to work there and help younger guys. And he's super intelligent. The greatest brain to pick is probably his. Um, but uh, obviously, if he wins his election, I still think it's not his last match. I think he'll come back at a mania or something along those lines. He'll do a few more. Yeah. No, I could see it going either way. Um, so let's go segment by segment while our audio is still working here. What did you think about the opening shield coming through the crowd doing the classic entrance again? Awesome. Awesome. Kind of wish they would have saved that for Sunday. 
but uh, it was great. It was a good open to the show. Um, we had that. We had the face-off setting off the match for later in the night where we were going to have Ambrose and Rollins versus The Bar. Roman Reigns in that steel cage match with Braun Strowman. Uh, we talked about the stakes there. Then we went, what did you make of Elias with Gallows and Anderson coming out there? Mismatch, mismatch type of crap. Just taking two guys, taking two entities in, in, in a similar situation, although the, the club gets treated like crap more than Elias does. Um, I'm trying to make something of it, you know? Yeah. I thought it was a good segment um, that they got to do something different. Love that they brought in the honky tonk man uh, theme there at the beginning. I thought that was clever yeah. and fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the match with Jason Jordan, Apollo Crews, and Titus. Um, I think you're right, man. So, I mean, this is kind of everyone in the same situation, right? I mean, this this was a mid card, like almost it felt like a lower, you know, it's it ran the spectrum of lower to upper mid card in the match. I, I but, didn't like Jason Jordan being a part of any of this. Yeah, I, do you think that they're already pulling the plug on this uh, Kurt Angle storyline and giving him a push? Yes, or they re, and they revisit it. Or no, and this is part of it, you know, making him work his way up the rankings kind of a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Cedric Alexander versus Jack Gallagher. Any to do anything for you? No. Yeah. No. I'm, but I liked the Enzo segment. We'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, about what they're setting up for tomorrow on 205 Live and the rematch coming out on Sunday. So, Okay. My question for you with the Shield reunion, do you buy and feel that the stakes were uh, successfully built up tonight, this idea having The Miz with Cesaro and Sheamus and Braun? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you feel like the story is even about anything or it's just, hey, here's some credible heels that we could put against the Shield and have them pull this amazing underdog victory? I mean, yeah. Because the, when this first started, it was, no offense to Sheamus and Cesaro, but it was weak to begin with. You know, if it's Miz and Cesaro and Sheamus, ain't nobody buying that those three are going to have a chance in hell. Yeah. You know, so now you have these guys. Well, yeah, they did a good job of making each match important, too, by the way, I thought. No, I like that tonight for sure. I just feel like... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the heels will do something. Maybe there's a way the shield doesn't stand victorious on Sunday night. But I mean, it, it, that's kind of I feel it though. I feel like this is going to be a big shield celebration on Sunday night at TLC. Me too. Yeah, because um, with Survivor Series coming up, I don't know if they want to drag it out much longer. And then we're hearing rumors about setting up a split down the line to do a big Rollins and Ambrose match at Mania at 34 in New Orleans. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, we're going to get quite uh, the victory on Sunday. So after that, Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks uh, had a, a match, and that led to them being added to the pre-show. Now, Matt, does the storyline do anything for you? I mean, we know they could both go in the ring, but do you feel that with Alicia and the stereotype, they've just gone to this well too many times now? Way too many times. Um, Sasha proved once again why she's one of the toughest girls in the business getting through that. She was busted open, you know? Yeah. And uh, good match, though. So, I mean, you got to give what's her name credit. She 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 doesn't get enough credit for how much better she's gotten in the ring. Because I used to think she was horrible. Oh, Alicia. Yeah, I thought she was terrible, but she's gotten so much better. She's she's good. You know, when she she's one of those that she swings really big, and if she misses, it's horrible. The segment, the match, you name it. Um, and when she hits, it's a damn grand slam. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Which I like. I appreciate that actually. And uh, 
lately, she's been nothing, not lately, for about a year and a half now, two years, I'd say she's been really hitting grand slams. Yeah, I think she's done great. And she has her first merch out now on the store, uh, which, you know. How do you know this? Uh, people on the internet, people tweet at me. I read things on Twitter. There's a Twitter feed they, that. They said, hey, Alicia Fox, new shirt. Yeah, people I follow will tweet about it and say, hey, Alicia Fox has a new shirt in the store. It says crazy like a fox. It's got a little uh, caricature of a fox that looks kind of like her on it. In the back, it says Alicia Fox. Forever who's tweeting that stuff, you need to get a life. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to tweet. They probably have affiliate links. You know, I, I believe Wrestling Inc. has an affiliate link uh, to the WWE store where they make, you know, Raj gets to, to wet his beak a little bit. Maybe if you buy through the, the Wrestling Inc. link. So, you know. Sure, there's a motive. I don't know if I'd use the wet my wet his beak for uh, <laughs> buying merch, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I look at the WWE store about once a month. Usually, I want to see what's on clearance because I that's like when too, that's too that's once a month too often. <laughs> I, I like having the weird closeout stuff. Like I got a social outcast T-shirt. I like having like the bad merch they get rid of. It just I, I desperately yeah. want a, F- a Funkasaurus shirt. I got to find one. Where do you wear it? You know, bed. <laughs> um, well, when I used to go to the gym, I would wear wrestling shirts to the gym. That seemed apropos. Uh, but from looking at me, you can see I've not set foot in a gym in quite some time. Um, I don't know. It would be like a shirt that I'll wear mostly to wrestling events or underneath a hoodie when I'm out running errands. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, it's not about looking like a mark. It's just people don't know when the hell it is 99 nope. times out of 100 when you yeah. wear a wrestling thing in public. Yeah. You know? Given all that's going on in the world, I mean, you see the stories. This is something for a year I've been seeing, and now it's worse with, you know, uh, what happened uh, recently in Vegas. But again, you wear a Bullet Club shirt in public. No one has any idea it's a wrestling thing. People are thinking you're making a political statement. Right. You know? So, but it's kind of an inside thing, though. I mean, I'll see people out and about sometimes. Uh, like I saw a guy wearing a Dean Ambrose shirt, and I struck up a conversation with him just about, you know, hey, I can't, I can't remember what pay-per-view was before, but I think it's kind of like a secret handshake thing, like most sort of geek and nerd or sports stuff is. It's how we recognize each other, man. Oh, Glenn, we got to keep going, dude. That, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm just digging myself deeper and deeper here. Um, okay, so after that tonight, uh, I will say this. Props to the WWE. On Sunday, we are going to have three women's matches, including the kickoff show. I cannot remember the last time that happened on a single brand pay-per-view so that is cool um after the segment with alicia and sasha tonight let me open back up the notes here for where we are at in the show i apologize folks um yeah speaking of which well, let's just talk about all the, the women's segments while we're on that, while i am got that opened up. So what did you make tonight of what they did with uh, furthering stuff with Emma? Do you think there's a chance in hell? I mean, Emma's just not going <laughs> to win Sunday, obviously, against Asuka. What do you think the betting odds are on that? And how much do you think you could make should that upset happen? Not Oh, the upset? A ton yeah. Of, yeah. I'm a just ton saying- of, it ain't going to happen, obviously, but... Uh... She's there just to be meat. She's there just to be meat chopped. Yeah, but credibly, right? I mean, Emma can at least. No, you think it's just complete squash? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be to do to do this woman's service. Yes. And again, two Oscar promos tonight. I think they're going to keep the undefeated thing going for quite some time. Cool. I mean, I'm all for yeah. it. I told you guys. I just I didn't think they would. Yeah. 
So with Enzo and that promo tonight, what do you make about uh, of Enzo having his little 205 faction now with Noam Dar, Ari Davari, oh, Tony Enzo, Eason? Out of anybody that talked on the microphone tonight, Enzo, to me, once again, was the biggest star. He really is. The way he dresses, just the way he carries himself, it gets a little carried away with some of his promos where, where you're like, what did he just say? Like, what? <laughs> Come on, I get what you're trying to do here, but, like, dude, you're really reaching on, on certain, like – sayings or rhymes he tries to go after you know what i mean but um nonetheless he was by far to me, to me watching the show as an observer like the, the biggest like the biggest star as far as like the way he looked the way he handles himself that's just me yeah no i think uh even without the belt i feel like he is still the the main draw of 205 live you think and... you think he by far miles <laughs> in front of everybody else and guess well what? Really happened. Hang on. Guess what happened yeah. tonight? There was an actually a chant for Neville. There was an actually a chant tonight for a cruiserweight. That's yeah. never happened before. I've never seen that happen. Do you think that's a bit of trolling, though, given the whole Neville situation? Well, what's the Neville situation? Well, so uh, this is where I wish Roz was here to shed light on this. So the rumor is that he walked out last Monday. Um, which changed the, it's the whole reason why Enzo won or why Callisto won against Enzo. And there's been no clarity. People are saying maybe Enzo or uh, Neville asked for his release. Um, sure. But there hasn't been any confirmation that I've seen of, of an update in this story. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Just all rumors and chatter. So when I say that Enzo being the main draw to me, that's saying, you know, without Neville there now it's because I feel like Neville was a main draw in two or five live for a long time. Aries was certainly, he was the best wrestler and he was a yeah. great heel, but I'm sorry. He was not a bigger star than, than Enzo. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Neville, but just everyone is uh, it's just allegations and rumors at this point and we'll see what happens. I'm sure Wrestling Inc. will have the story as soon as there is confirmation. Um, other big rumor everyone's talking about is, uh, was it Jimmy Jacobs that was let go because of uh, the Being the Elite episode, or the photo he took, uh, and perhaps his facilitation of the Being the Elite episode. What do you mean facilitation? Uh, that he's somehow, like, waved him in, got him in, you know, the access. They were in that back area at, the, at Raw, remember, the, the invasion? Yeah, they were in the parking lot. I know, but that he might have, well, they took a photo with them in the parking lot. So I'm sure in Vince's mind that he's in cahoots. He invited this whole thing. They couldn't have possibly got in without him. Jesus. Who knows, man? I mean, it's just the things you read online. I'm sure we'll get a full interview and more disclosure soon. Yeah. So Rollins and Ambrose versus The Bar tonight. I really like this match. What did you think? Very good match. I thought it was one of those. Yeah, to me, this was the best match. God, isn't it weird this TLC match that's going to have the Shield versus all of these guys? There are no titles on the line. I feel like they should have done it for everything, had the tag titles, the IC belt, put them all up on the ladder, and just everyone's got to go and grab for it. You know, something to really give it stakes. Okay, yeah. I'm all, I'm all for championship matches, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of amazing that it's there isn't anything uh, really big on the line from this. Um, Damn, same with Survivor Series. They're thinking about having Jinder go against Brock. Yeah. And then a non-title match. What the freak? Just to demonstrate that SmackDown is the B-show, in case you <laughs> thought otherwise. When he gets, <laughs> because didn't Brock beat up all of 3MB at the same time, like 55 times? Yeah, but we're not supposed to pay attention to Jinder's uh, win-loss record, you know, pre- uh, the summer 
<laughs> or spring. Um, oh, so Finn and Bray, man, I didn't get to talk about this last week. What do you think of this whole Sister Abigail thing? Horrible. It's really I mean, bad. I mean, it's horrible. It's Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt and that friggin' whatever it was, Funhouse fight they had, or whatever you call it. House of Horrors? Yeah. That's horrible. Oh, this is worse. I think this is absolutely worse. Yeah, it's gonna. It's, it's, this is horrible. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Although, let me just say one thing. I'm I am um, happy they're trying new things though. These new things that they try, I'm telling you, will eventually lead one day to something cool that becomes an every week thing on, on in wrestling. I don't know what that thing is. I said the same thing when Matt Hardy when the, Matt Hardy was doing the whole broken character on TNA. Yeah. And, the way they were shooting it was very different and very uh, grainy and everything. Like, it was just very different. Like, I, th- I thought the same thing when I watched that. First, I didn't like it. And I'm like, you know what, though? I can see this leading to something different with how video, how wrestling is taped. Yeah. Look at that. You know what I mean? So I'm all for new out-of-the-box type of things. So even the stuff with Finn in the ring talking like this, and then, like, two seconds later, he's the, 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 the demons. And then, you know, he's back to Finn again. Like, that was cheesy. But they're trying something God, in the arena, that must have been weird when that was happening. You know, it probably just came across. I was thinking about the same thing. I was like, you know what? That's no different than me slowing my speech and delivery down and getting really, really um, dialed in on my opponent that's watching this promo on the other end of the uh, camera and watching on the monitor and how I'm going to beat his ass all over this ring. You know, like that's probably how it came across to the fans. Yeah. Uh, the new makeup is interesting. A little Halloween theme there. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. This, this I thought could... he looked like, hang on, I thought he looked like David Lee Roth from uh, <laughs> The Going Crazy video. Yeah, I know what you're talking about with the uh, OU81, uh, or not, no, uh, the Eat Him and Smile. Y- Yankee Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That old post-California uh, Girls era. Yeah. Um, very similar to that. Someone on Twitter, get a side by side, uh, on the wrestling Inc. Twitter. Let's get a side by side of, uh, David Lee Roth in the makeup versus Finn. Very similar. Good call. Um, so Emma and Alexa tonight versus Mickey James and Bailey. <sighs> I thought Mickey looked great. Love that she got a win, but do you think that means Alexa is going to retain on Sunday? Of course. And did you see her forearms? I told you guys, Mickey throws the most badass punches at forearms of all time. She, go back and watch him. She is so friggin' snug with her stuff. I love it. Wasn't it crazy after in that backstage segment that Mickey looked like, I mean, with Bailey walking there, Mickey looked like the star and Bailey just looked like, just like she was just fresh up from NXT, you know? She did. You're right. That poor girl's confidence has got to be shot. I'm not sure. You know, it has to be. And how couldn't it be with how they've done her, you know? Yeah. Man, well, I guess only up from here, maybe. I'm hoping because she, she, you want to see somebody like that make it and really hit it big. She has hit it big. She's a huge star with WWE, but I mean even bigger because I'm telling you, I was calling this girl a future bigger merch mover than Cena even. Around that same level. I swear to God, I thought she could have done it. Yeah, I wonder if that just scares some people on the inside. Like it's too it's too different because it's a it's a female because it's a woman, you know? Because they can't resist. They can't resist getting their hands on something that's already successful and say, "We need to make it the WWE way." And then they screw it all up. <laughs> oh man. Did you uh did you get I know you're really busy, but uh did you, I'm assuming you didn't check out 2K18 yet? 
No, I haven't been able to. The commercials got me. So I got it over the weekend because I had a little bit of time, played it early. And I swear the first storyline when you get make it up from NXT is they want you, so you're NXT champion, you get called up and then immediately you got, you got a job to, uh, to Mark Henry, you got a job to Big Show. You know, yeah. they just like give you all these tasks. Well, you could do that. Or then if you f- refuse Triple H's order to do that, then you go over to SmackDown. Basically, Daniel Bryan picks you up in storyline if you refuse uh, what the authority wants you to do. Even on the video game, SmackDown's perceived as the B-show, a.k.a. Punish. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, I got some time in on that. I'm going to play more. And uh, we'll talk about more on Wednesday's podcast, kind of more of a review of 2K18. Hey, quickly, man, I want to give a shout out to DDP Yoga, which is the sponsor of this episode. You first talk about it, you know, all the superstars that use it. You know, we've been talking about these success stories. And one that I want to share with you is Christina Russell. Uh, This is a woman that fell into depression after she had some complications and lost a pregnancy. She finally saw Arthur Borman, who we talked about before. She saw his video online about how he turned his life around with DDP Yoga. She ordered the program, started doing it lost 65 pounds and regained clarity on her mental and emotional health. In fact, she progressed so well with DDP yoga that she became a certified DDPY instructor. And after a little while, she actually relocated her family to Georgia. She could be one of DDP's celebrity trainers at the DDP Yoga Performance Center. She not only regained her life back, but now she's inspiring others as a DDP yoga. Congratulations, Christina. DDP yoga can work for all ages, weights, and fitness levels. It provides a kick-ass cardio workout with minimal joint impact. And right now, if you go to ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc, you could check out all the sales they have going on right now. You'll get some great savings. They got the DDP Yoga Now app, the DVDs. You guys know the drill. It's a great sponsor. So glad to have them on the Wrestling Inc. podcast, ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. So this main event tonight, the uh, steel cage match between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. The stipulation that if Braun Strowman is to win, there will be a fifth man added and the shield will go three on five on Sunday. Speculation, the Miz teasing who the fifth man was going to be all night. Sheamus and Cesaro tried to get in. No. Where'd you go, Glenn? Glenn, you dropped. Sorry, last crash. Home stretch. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro tried to interfere, get in the ring, and interfere in the match. They uh, were stopped by Rollins and Ambrose, and ultimately, it came down to Kane popping up through the ring. We talked about it, man. I mean, this is a hell of a way to end it. But yeah, I think it definitely makes the match a little little more interesting, to me at least, on Sunday. Who are the five? Who are the five again? So, The Miz, Sheamus, Cesaro, Braun Strowman, and Kane. Okay. Like, that's just ridiculous. Braun was just throwing Brock Lesnar around like a month and a half ago. Um, or two months ago, whenever the hell it was. And now you have Kane. You, you, I mean, I see you see what they're trying to do. Obviously, it's just. I'm sorry. Five cannot lose to three. Yeah, it's Roman Reigns, though, man. And I'm sure we're going to see lots of that, but um, <laughs> lots of spears being doled out, you know. But you know what? I'm happy for him because he's not being booed, and I'm hoping. I mean, what happens when they break it up again, and he goes back, and they boom again? Vince has a plan, right? Because, because I, the dude works so hard. He's improved so freaking much. I don't know what else fans need. Yeah. And I mean, 
you have to imagine from his point of view, would, could you ever see a superstar that would say to, to Vince or to creative, like, hey, I see the reaction I'm getting. Maybe you guys are forcing me a little too hard, you know, that you would give that reaction. Can't, you can't be. Yeah, you're never going to say that because you're making money and you're feeding your family. You don't know. if Honestly, Vince could easily go, okay, see ya. And yeah. pull the guy up and go, what, are you, is this dude nuts or something? Get rid of him. You're not get rid of him, but put him back down in a continental level. You know, or something along those lines, punish him. You know, which is ridiculous because the guys are trying to. He would would just be trying to be honest, do what's best for the show and him. But I am surprised if he's not going in there and saying, "Hey, he had to have at least gone in there once and say, hey, they're booing the piss out of me. I got a lot of angst. Let me get it out on them.'" Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't fault him for how he's been booked or pushed, and I don't think it's his fault that he gets the fan reaction that he does. But, man, people are popping for the S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion more than I ever thought they would. I mean, I thought the S.H.I.E.L.D. was a great faction back when the run, but I don't feel like it's been long enough. People are treating this like, remember when DX came back and it had been so long that you got the nostalgia? Yeah, but they were older than me. I didn't pop for them, I'll be honest. And I loved DX. But the DX to me was not PG. The DX to me were not doing like corny hot dog skits. They were doing different hot dog skits, of course. But yeah. it just it just wasn't hitting the same way to me. I thought that, I thought that stuff was corny. Sean was in a different place. Hunter's in a different place. They're just not as funny. Like like I don't know how to explain it. You can't act like they're like the guys that graduated high school and just like keep coming back five years later. They just keep showing up at the high school parties. You know, it's like, dude, go away already. Yeah. Like, why are you here? Well, with the Shield coming back, I wonder how long they'll keep it going for. I mean, probably through Survivor Series. I'm sure that will factor heavily, heavily if there's it a is, It is a bit for them to be back. And people are like, oh, it's been two years. And Michael Cole, it's been two years. Mike, that ain't, it doesn't feel like two years to me. That's the difference. It needs to feel, you know what I mean? Mm. It needs to feel like two years. And it does not. It, it is, but it doesn't feel that way to me. And sometimes you can have somebody come back after a year and you're like, wow, it feels like forever. You know, this ain't one yeah. of those. But I'm excited for it. Like, that's the best thing that's on TV right now. For me, I was most excited to see that. I was excited to see them make matches to the crowd tonight, actually, too. I like that. So tonight in this main event, did you think, who'd you think it was going to be, uh, if not Kane? What's his name? Samoa Joe. Oh, shoot. No, but that would have been a good call. What's his name? Uh, uh, from, from the Miztourage, unfortunately. Oh, Bo Dallas or Curtis Axel? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been one way to go. Um, and if they wanted, I mean, they wanted you to think it was Curtis Axel midway through until he got strung up in the back. But right. yeah, I don't know, man. I, I thought Samoa Joe would be really cool. Um, I was even thinking, thinking for a second, oh man, what if they pulled out Brock as a surprise, but they wouldn't do that uh, for something like this. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, all in all for a go-home show for TLC, what did you think? Uh, everything with the shield on it was awesome. Um, that covers a lot, actually. Everything the Shield did tonight was awesome. The tag match was my favorite match. Cage match was freaking good. I'm telling you, Braun and uh, Roman have great chemistry. I was listening to an interview uh, uh, Roman did, and he was saying how Braun really works hard and is really a big sponge and soaking this up really quickly. And, uh, you know, he's not getting – you know, he's doing a lot. He's, when he takes that buckle where the guy moves out of the way and he charges with a tackle and he gets stuck in the corner when he hits his shoulder into, like, the pole, that's – that always hurts. Every time you hit it, you can dislocate your shoulder every time you hit it. And the way you're supposed to hit it is you're supposed to catch your crotch, believe it or not, on that second turnbuckle, and it stops you just 
centimeters from your shoulder or face, your shoulder rather, hitting that steel post. Wow. That's supposed to take it. But guess what? When we're this tall, that ain't happening. You know, that don't work for us, big guys. You know, so the fact that he takes that, he's not getting injured. He flips, he goes right through it and goes out of the ring usually and stuff. He, he's pretty damn uh, durable. Even with that other injury, he's durable. And um, he is, he's, he's got a lot of respect at the moment. And uh, uh, Roman was saying in the interview, how the chemistry is really, really good and he's improved so much. And he can't wait to work him, you know, another six months from now or a year from now because he's learning so quickly to see where he's at then. So far, it is Roman. In my mind, it is Roman Reigns' career-defining feud is with Braun Strowman. I mean, it's where he's done his best work. He's done really good business with him. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to see they go for years because I think they just are so watchable in the ring, so entertaining. Really are. Yeah, and that was great tonight. You know, I think they had to do all the interferences to to change it up a little bit because they've done matches like this before. They've uh, needed something to freshen it up a little bit, but. I mean, this is the Shield show right now on Monday Night Raw. In fact, did you catch the the very opening of it where they did the previously on with the heavy voiceover? Like, unlike anything we've heard in quite some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. I, I used, when I was with TNA, we used to have a knockoff. Uh, what's his name? James Earl Jones voice. <laughs> nice. And uh, I always thought that was cool, but uh, it, ours was much shorter. Yeah. Ours was like maybe twenty seconds. No, it is the Shield show, man. I mean, that tonight is what I got from that intro. Okay, with that. Yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, we'll see. Uh, it's got some life in it. We'll see how long they run into it. Uh, got Survivor Series coming up in, God, what, five weeks from now. To me, it already sucks. So those two are going, uh, Brock and Jinder are going, going against each other in a non-title match. I mean, I couldn't care any less about that match. I think Jinder has a shot in hell. And if he does, it's going to be like the freaking Singh brothers doing whatever they do. <laughs> Brock flips out, throws, like, punts him into the fifth row. And then once again, Jinder, you know, hits his finisher when Brock turns around. If he won, but there's 1% chance of him winning. Okay, if they do something special for Brock destroying the Singh brothers that can top Randy Orton, putting him uh, through the table. <laughs> Come on, that, that, that's got me interested in it. Just to see maybe Brock uh, has both and then, like, pops up like a beast and flings them both off across the ring at the same time, you know? Yeah. I don't know, some big spot. But, I mean, we'll have that. We'll have a Survivor Series match, and we'll, we'll see what else they do with it, man. You know, I think uh, – I think that's so, where they with this five-on-three thing, by the way. Oh, it's, so it would be the same five? You know what I mean? To, to, to get to an actual, yeah, classic-style Survivor Series team. Yeah. We'll see, man. Um, so that really covers everything. We apologize. Raj isn't feeling well tonight. That's why he couldn't be here. He should be back on Wednesday with me. We're going to talk about SmackDown Live, talk a little bit about 2K18 and other stuff going on. We'll check in with Raj on those rumors. So, Matt, I know you're a super busy guy right now. We appreciate taking the time out to do this. Let's get some plugs in, man. Tell people sure. where they can support you right now. First plug, hashtag, we don't need Raj. Hashtag, <laughs> we don't want Raj. Hashtag, Raj, beat it. It's my show now. No, um, uh, you guys can find me. I just um, had a fan of mine open up a Facebook page. It's called Matt Morgan for Longwood on Facebook. Matt Morgan, the numeral four, Longwood. And I make some posts on there every now and then. I'm an administrator on the page, I guess is what you call it. And uh, it gives you a good um, – it catches you up as to what's happening in my uh, election at the moment. My opponent and, and, and his, 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 his handlers, whatever you want to call them, his, his associates – they're getting dirty, man. They're, they're, they're trying, they just straight up lie about you. 
and then put it and then send it out in mailers. They're so desperate. And it's, it's hard enough to beat an incumbent, but it's really difficult to beat an incumbent when they're going to go to those dirty tactics. And I refuse to do that myself. Um, I'm no politician and I'll never be one, you know, I'm, I'm actually, you know, just a non-politician running for political office. That's really what it is. And I just want to help straighten out my city because there's some stuff that's happening here. The good old boy network that needs to be cut right at the head. And by me winning, I get that accomplished. So, um, yeah, you can see all the stories and stuff like that on Facebook and see for yourselves. And the promo after promo I'm cutting out of these guys are hilarious. Um, they've never seen anything like this. That's why I love it. But, um, Nonetheless, you guys can help support me in my campaign um, at mattmorganforlongwood.com, mattmorganforlongwood.com, and donate to my campaign that helps uh, create, we can create more signs, yard signs, street signs, and more importantly, mailers on my own behalf, where I'm not burying my opponent and lying about him, but instead, um, you know, bringing up my ideas of what I want to do to change the city, like take care of our police department and our fire department, but you know, something like that costs, uh, to my understanding, something like $6,000 to, to, to be able to do something like that. We've done two rounds of them already, and I need some more to go. So please, if you guys can donate anything, it really would help me with this election. And um, keep checking into my Instagram page because and Twitter as well because I'm going to be having a uh, total uh, body blueprint contest, meaning we're going to be having a transformation competition uh, using my food prep uh, company, Your Nutritional Blueprint. It's going to be a 90-day test. You're going to get the meals for um, $6 per meal instead of the $7 per meal normal price. At least 50 contestants have to sign up in order for this to be an actual contest. And the winner is going to get a free trip to Disney World no matter where you live in the States. Um, you have to obviously be buying the meals from us. That's the big part of it at $6 per meal. Uh, there'll be other prizes listed as well, and I'll be making a video on Instagram over the next two days announcing all those details. So keep checking into your nutritional blueprint. Also head to my website where you can see how simple it is to make orders and design your own you know, blueprint of the perfect body. It's awesome, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time uh, tonight, Matt. Good luck with everything in the election. The home stretch, right? Only a couple weeks to go, right? Yes, sir, but lots and lots and lots of door knocking. I have knocked on over 700-something doors. Yet anyone recognize you? You, get, you getting that from Impact? Yeah, the wrestling fans, sure. But if, you know, we have an attorney here named Matt Morgan who, like, everybody hates. And so <laughs> they're like, oh, I thought you'd be Matt Morgan the attorney. You know what I mean? And ooh, so that's like, tough. Yeah, ooh. So I, I started, like, I'm not Matt Morgan the attorney. And they're like, obviously look at you you know <laughs> these are like you know some of our older voters that definitely don't watch wrestling but the ones that watch wrestling go crazy and just like they think it's the coolest thing you know it's awesome man there's a, no one's a pop say like you were on american gladiators yeah oh yeah it's awesome man yeah um but yeah that, so an attorney with the same name that is a bad reputation that sucks yes it does for for your signs it sure as hell does <laughs> oh man i'm sorry that's it's and uh, getting my enough of my face out there that they understand what's going on. I'm just the former pro wrestler guy. I'm the former WWE guy. You know, none of them really watched it because again, the the vote here is usually controlled between the age of I'd say 50 to 80, believe it or not. So a lot of those folks, you know, aren't watching wrestling. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So uh, very small city. Couple weeks ago, donate, support Matt in this. You know, Raj and I have both donated. We think uh, it's just a really great thing you're doing, man, and really uh, rooting for you to win this election. Thank you, man. It's one thing to talk smack from the sidelines and armchair quarterback your city. 
once I announce my candidacy and I start seeing what's really happening here from compared to what I really originally thought, oh my God, just a can of worms of bad stuff and I've got to be the one to clean it up and I have no problem doing it. That's awesome, man. So yeah, be sure to follow Matt on social media, BP Matt Morgan. Uh, we'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern to talk about SmackDown Live and give more TLC predictions. And then Sunday night after TLC, we'll be back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast to talk about everything that went down. So until next time, folks, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take Hang care. On. Oh, hey, Glenn, you don't want to plug your gem in the holograms uh, uh, collection website? <laughs> For a second, Matt, here's my first thought. And I'll tell this for people with the podcast. I was like, what is he seeing in the background in my room, in my office here? I'm like, what is he seeing? <laughs> you know, um, I'll, I'll actually, okay. Everyone that's staying with the podcast, this is, a, this is a bonus for you. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Is it Easter egg? No. Where'd you go? We lost you, Glenn. You better come back. I demand our WINC Easter egg in Glenn's house. Okay, so I legitimately thought that you spotted these in the background when you just said that. I thought that you spotted the what the? Sasha dolls. <laughs> Glenn, you are a full-grown man. Why do you have those? Well, one, okay, so I've talked about this before. My wife is the biggest Becky Lynch mark on earth. And is the whole reason... Really one, or does she pretend to be one because you're no. into it? No, in fact, the entire reason why I can watch five hours of wrestling a week, and I'm not saying like, oh, my wife won't allow me. I'm saying the entire reason I can do it with this schedule and watch it live is because my wife is also a fan. Yeah. She is into it. If she was not into it, that would be really weird to be like, hey, I got to watch this. She go do your thing, right? Um, but yeah, she when, when we got really back into it and started watching NXT, she loved Becky. And she just thought Becky had a cool look, was great in the ring, and that was her gateway into wrestling well why don't you show, let me see those again okay are they both beckys no i got a becky and a sasha i got the sasha because i was like it was two <laughs> that i wanted to have so when these went on pre-order because they were they were selling out and so i was like i need to get these now you know and if we go to a signing if we go to an in-store if we go to wrestlemania and access again this and would be what? something i would take and get signed and then what? When I get people's autographs, like Don Mattingly, Wade Boggs, Tony Gwynn, Roger Clemens, Dwight Gooden, all the baseball stars of the 80s, I have all their autographs. And they're framed, and I put them up on a wall. What are you doing with those autographs and those figures? Where do they go? Um, I've got wrestling stuff. You can kind of see it in the background over there. There's some of it. I mean, we've got, like, the Becky figure, like, Tyler Breeze. Like, we get this stuff for each other as gifts a lot of the time. We get, like, pop vinyls. You know, just different little things. It's like, remember I said before, about like you go going and wear wrestling gear. It's like a secret handshake. It's like <laughs> our inside thing. It's a hobby that we have together. Uh, I think it's weird all you want, man. But I'm telling you, it's uh, for me, it is actually great to be. Let me tell you, 15, every time I used to stop watching wrestling in the past, you know why I stopped watching wrestling for stretches? Because I was dating a girl that couldn't stand it, didn't give a shit. And... It just didn't work in the confines of the relationship to watch all of this programming during the week. So oh, being with the one TV, kick her ass out of there. Like I yeah. used to. Women are needy, man. You know, what can I say? Uh, they just want your attention. They want your time. Whatever you want to watch. This is what's going <laughs> on here. How about Yeah. The Rock was my wife's gateway. And I think every woman's gateway. into <laughs> You know, wrestling when it was hot in the late 90s. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Look. 
I had to drag her to the first NXT show we went to. And by the end of that weekend, she was just a pure fan. She was so into it, you know, and it was great. And I think that we go to a lot of concerts. We go to a lot of comedy. We do a lot of pop culture travel based on our interests. And this is just another part of that. Theater you go to? What's that? Theater. Theater. We go to the theater. Um, But, you know, I mean, if you follow me on social media, on Twitter, you'll see that like I check in on stuff all the time where it's like there's a screening of some movie or there's some event or there's something that I'm going to. And it's like, well, who the hell is going to something like that? I'm the guy that goes to stuff like that. It's just what we like. It's what we're into. You know, we watch uh, and we watch a lot of wrestling during the week. But it's nice to have the shared fandom. And I think that the reason why it's sustained for me so long this time is because I'm, I'm with somebody that supports that and is equally into it. You know, if we, I mean, seriously, man, like last week, so, you know, there are fires in the area. I missed the podcast last week, unfortunately, because we were on evacuation notice. But my wife, well, this weekend was like, we didn't watch Raw last week. And, and you know, she's the one telling me we have to watch that and check that out. That's cool. Yeah. So part of that is we just buy a lot of merch stuff because it's just, it's a fun thing that we can get a little gift from one another. We can get something, surprise her with something. Yeah, no, I mean, I buy a lot of stupid little gifts just based off inside jokes, you know, or stuff that we find funny. No, you're, you're combing those girls, uh, their hair with their little, uh, <laughs> little toy combs. You know you are. They're all unopened. So I think you're that counts for something. The bathtub with you and stuff, the whole nine. And you're like parting their hair and you're, you're, you're combing it and. Actually, you know what my real agenda is? My brother has two daughters, and I really want to get them into wrestling. I think that with the women's division, I think that's something they'll be into when they get a little older. I think that's that's a perfect little girl doll, no question. Yeah, no. So I think that's where these will probably end up if they are not signed and in their packages forever. If they ever get opened, it will be my nieces that will be the ones opening them. I would almost give it to them instead of the autographs, dude. Think about it. You'll be introducing two people to wrestling, you know what I mean? Oh, Matt, you're under the assumption that I just bought one of each. Oh, no. (laughs) oh lord folks you cannot write this stuff hey man we all you know do things with uh our disposable income and this is uh what keeps the wwe in business right as you said the perfect mark i can't be the only one matt you really are though man you're great on buying all their stuff not all of it just the stuff that makes me that makes me smile laugh interests me you know random things All right. Okay, folks, thanks for hanging with. Uh, This has been Glenn's Emasculation uh, for the week of October 16th, 2017. And uh, we'll see you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.